You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Good Job Players. Can I rock star this? Sort of. Who's gonna yeah. Accidentally knock their mic stand up. All right. I actually I have alliteration, but I have to read my phone because it's really long. All right. Hello, you load of lollygagging, loquacious louts who like listening to our labor and laughter. This is Good Job Brain, your weekly oppie trivia and quiz show. A podcast should be in there, but I was nervous. Uh, this is episode 163, and I'm your humble host, and we are your caboodle of poodles oozing oodles from our noodles. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Yes, welcome to our live show. This is the first time. Welcome, you guys. And uh, so for this first part, we are recording our usual normal episode, um, which is going to be an all quiz. We kind of brought out all our favorites. And then we're going to have intermission. And then we're going to have uh, Q&A and audience games. So stay tuned. And... Uh, the best, it's going to be the best seven hours of your life. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to pack everything. Uh, without further ado, let's begin with our first general trivia segment. I keep wanting to look back. <laughs> Yay! Why won't this play? Yeah! <laughs> As listeners, you guys may know that uh, we have a 13-pound Trivial Pursuit card box that someone sent us. I almost lugged it here, but I was like, uh, it's kind of like 13 pounds for one card. So I did a handful, and I'm just going to pick someone randomly, and how about you're going to pick in our this, card. How about somebody in the splash zone in the yeah. front here? They're Why aren't you guys wearing your ponchos? The it's the splash zone. You've got to put the ponchos on. You might get wet. You don't. You don't have to. When you guys are covered with watermelon, here it comes. The show. You you don't know. You don't know. It's any time during the seven hours. Yeah, it may not even come from the front too. You don't know what we've got hidden in the ceilings. Right, right, right. All right, Bob, you're going to be my trivial pursuit card picker. Where are you from? San Francisco. All right. Thank you. All right, you guys. Are guys ready? So we have a random trivial pursuit card here picked by Bob. You guys have your barnyard buzzers ready. Here we go. Blue way. 
Bridge. What? Oh, this is 90s Trivial Pursuit. So lucky you guys. Okay. All, right. All right. Blue Wedge. All right. Yep. What TV talk show host first signed off in 1991 with Take Care of Yourself and Each Other? TV talk show? Talk show host in 1991. Oh. Dana. Jerry Springer. Correct. Oh. Nice. I think that says a lot about. (laughs) It's kind of ironic Jerry Springer said that. You didn't care about people. You care yourself what? Pink Wedge. What food was James Garner hyping just before he was hospitalized with clogged arteries? I actually don't know who that is. He he was the pitch man for beef. Beef. (laughs) It's what's for dinner. Oh. Is that it? It is beef. Beef. (laughs) That's weird to applause for beef. Yay. Um, (laughs) Clogged arteries. Next question, Yellow Wedge. What national five and dime closed its last 400 stores in 1997? Chris. Woolworths. Yes. That's the only five and dime that I... I don't even know what that is. Is that a good store? Go down to the yeah. five and dime. <laughs> Discount. Like, yeah. everything is a nickel Every, or a ten cents. A nickel cents. or a dime, right. Oh, like a dollar store. Well, no. yeah. With inflation. Yeah, before inflation. Yeah. All right. A dollar store would have been really expensive. <laughs> would have been like a car. All right. Purple Wedge. What G word uh, <laughs> denotes a fashion statement characterized by ripped jeans, faded T-shirts, lumberjack shirts, and Dr. Martin's boots. Dr. Martin's boots. I think this is an all yes. answer. Yeah. Grunge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Thank wow. We remember the 90s. <laughs> Green Wedge. What college won 133 of 150 men's basketball games? At Cameron Indoor Stadium in the 90s. <laughs> this is deathly silent. Uh, that is the Duke University Blue Devils. You can just say Duke. 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 <laughs> All right. I want to cover my bases. Uh, last question, Orange Wedge. Oh, man. I'm not, okay. Is it good or bad? What gaming system? (laughs) What gaming system could handle multiple players with a networking device dubbed the cat box? (laughs) I can't believe this is a question. Yeah, that's all you. This is is all you. That is, of course, duh, the Atari Jaguar. Correct. (laughs) 90s. Good job, everybody. And um, so today is episode 163, as we're recording. Usually every fifth episode is an all-quiz bonanza where we prepare our old quizzes. Even though it's 63, we're going to make this episode an all-quiz bonanza. Yay! And to start off, we have Monsieur Chris Kohler. <gasps> Hello. Thank you guys for coming out. This is awesome uh, to see everybody. Thank the uh, thanks to the New People Theater for having us uh, and uh, redecorating the entire theater in Good Job Brain Orange <laughs> just for us. Spared no expense. Um, my clipboard is actually over there. Yeah, I know, right? 
crazy. So I really I wanted to start us off as the uh, the group historian by uh, doing something about uh, actually the theater that you are in right now and the place that we're all in right now, uh, which is Japantown of San Francisco, uh, which has a fascinating history. I don't know. I, maybe you guys know some of this, but I, I kind of wanted to share it with you because we're all here. Um, and after the again, after the show is over and about 8, 8 p.m. ish, uh, you can all <laughs> head out and enjoy Japantown. Um <laughs> The, the Fillmore District, we are actually in uh, United States' oldest Japan town ever, period. It is, it is quite old. goes back to, like, turn of the century. This is where a lot of Japanese immigrants first started living and establishing businesses. The Fillmore District, which is sort of all in this, accompanied, you know, all around us, um, is, is also one of the major jazz music districts um, in the U.S., and it's where a lot of uh, jazz players would come and, and, and play. There used to be, I mean, you, you would walk down the street in the, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, you know, and there'd be just jazz clubs just every couple of doors, basically, just all night. You could go out on Friday night and come back on Monday morning. And the reason uh, that it's such a weird, eclectic neighborhood is actually kind of sad. It's because during World War II, as we know, a lot of the Japanese uh, citizens in the United States, they were living on the West Coast, were relocated were, or interned uh, and moved out of San Francisco. Uh, this was actually around the time that a lot of African Americans were migrating, they were moving out of the South and into other areas of the country. And so lots of homes were opened up, sadly and unfortunately, and a lot of people moved in. Uh, and then after World War II, you know, that's when it sort of became this really interesting mix of the jazz community and the Japanese community. So I have some, I have some questions. I have some quiz question, questions. <laughs> For this group of people in and around the theme of jazz music or Japan or both or who knows. So everybody get your barnyard buzzers ready All right. uh, and, uh, and we'll see how these guys do at these questions. One of the key figures, one of the key figures in music to come out of the Fillmore district was this singer who was born in L.A. but moved to the Fillmore when she was 12. And her hit songs include Wallflower... And I'd rather go blind. Oh. Does anybody know who this is? Wallflower. Wait, do, do we get a year? No. <laughs> so we and need to recognize of one of these two songs or not get it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys, I'm gonna give you guys this because you're a little confused. I will tell you a, an interesting fact about her. Uh, her name at birth was Jamesetta Hawkins. Uh, okay, move out at 12. I'm looking at the audience to see if anybody's going to melting the answer. Yeah. Uh, Karen buzzed in. Etta James? It is Etta oh! James! Oh! It sounded, the name sounded. Moving over like into it. Japanese music, there is a Japanese song uh, released in 1961. That song is called Ueo Muite Aruko, which means I look up when I walk. And it actually reached the top of the Billboard Hot 100 in America in the 1960s. It is the only Japanese-language song to this day that has ever done so. Huh. Um, and I'm asking you, to what was the song renamed for its U.S. release? Oh. <laughs> Are you? Did you buzz in? Yeah. Yeah, what is it? Sukiyaki. Sukiyaki. Yes, yes. And, and the name Sukiyaki is, of course, just a Japanese food dish and has nothing to do whatsoever <laughs> with the song. Uh, also, big 90s R&B hit. Uh, there we go. Mm -hmm. By a band I totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> 
sticking with some San Francisco music, uh, jazz information, this well-known San Francisco music promoter was born in Berlin named Wolf Wolodia Grahanka. Colin. That must be Bill Graham. It is Bill Graham. Oh, yeah. I did not He's know that. He's a real guy. Very good. He, <laughs> what was his birth name again? Wolf Wolodia Grahanka. Wow. Oh. Yes. Wow. Street Fighter character. He was, yeah. he was actually, he was, I mean, he was nicknamed, you know, Wolfgang as a kid, and then he changed it to Bill. <laughs> which I do. Fun fact. Fun fact. Totally makes sense. Louis Armstrong, great yes. trumpet player, was nicknamed audience Satchmo. Satchmo. F- but oh but God. from where I ask the good job brainers did the term Satchmo originate? Can you, can you oh, spell Colin. it? I I'm not sure if this is apocryphal or not, Go but on. I I believe that when he was a kid, he got the nickname Satchel Mouth because he and his friends or his brothers were selling things. I know this sounds increasingly crazy. But this is a lot like, more than I expected. He would, like keep, he would like keep coins in his mouth, and he got the name from how many coins he could stuff in his cheeks. Am I at all close? I was looking for satchel mouth. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, there's, there's some stories about it. I mean, it could just be that he has a big mouth, like a big bag of mouth. Uh, but that's it. Mouth. Yeah, satchel <laughs> mouth. That's what satchel yeah. Well, yeah, it leads to another question. Is a why <laughs> satchel mouth? Why what? Um, so Japantown's actual old name that it first had and still has, you might see it out there, is Nihonmachi, which means, get ready, Japantown. <laughs> <laughs> but what does Nihon mean? Good job, Brainer. Colin again with the uh, language. Uh, Japan or Japanese. Well, yeah, sorry, excuse me. Nihon is the. That was, a, that was baked <laughs> into the, the lead up to this. Japan? What do the characters Ni oh. and Hon in Japan, like, what does that mean? Seems is it easy. fair if I answer? Well, I guess, if nobody uh, else wants Ni to, yeah. is sun is. or day. Yes. Hong is like like uh, like, prefer- like, a, like an area or a neighborhood. Mm, not, not in this case. Okay. Is. Is it land of rising sun? It, that is basically yeah. what it means. So, so what it, <laughs> so, uh, it, it actually Hon means uh, Hon means origin. Um, and so when they first started, Japan always called itself, if anything, if it had a name for itself, was just Wa. And actually, there's a lot of debate over what the meaning of that was because uh, it's a very old name. But when Japan first started dealing with China, they started referring to themselves as Nihon, meaning the land of the sun's origin, because Japan was east of China, and that's how they described it. It's described. It's like relative to China. It's the land where the sun comes from. We are to the east. Definitely puffing themselves up a little bit. (laughs) Dealings with the emperor, yeah. Final question and a recitation from me. Uh, There is a piece of Japanese music that is often played on American television, or was often played on American television, uh, during the mid-1990s. I will read the English translation of the original Japanese lyrics and buzz in when you can identify the the television show that this played in front of. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to read the English translation of some Japanese lyrics, and you're trying to ID the theme song. Okay. Sorry if I'm not gentle. I can say that in my dreams. My thoughts are about to short circuit. 
I want to see you. Now isn't soon enough. Just about ready to cry. Moonlight. Can't call. Midnight. Because I'm so naive, what can I do? My heart is a kaleidoscope. Led by the moonlight. Can you stop? <laughs> uh, do any of you guys know? Uh, 1990s. Na- early 90s? This is a Japanese TV show. This is a Japanese TV show. Yeah. And the piece of Japanese Sailor music. Moon. It is Sailor Moon. Oh, I buzzed it. Yeah. But you didn't buzz in. So. I lost. Um, when you read it like that, it's so not as a... Okay. I'll give you the point. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> Place outro here. Oh, my. So when we decided we were going to be hosting a live show, there was one very particular computerized artificial intelligence that I really wanted to join us. I'm talking, of course, about Hal from the movie 2001. Um, but he is fictional, evil, and destroyed. So we're going to have Elvis instead. Yes, our old friend, the electronic lyrical vocal interpretation system, subject to change, patent pending. He's been with us for a while. Uh, frankly, guys, Elvis told me his feelings were a little hurt. He didn't come to Las Vegas with us. Uh, but, you know, I, I talked to him. We patched it up. He's joined us here tonight. He is a little shy, so he's hiding up in the projection booth up there. Uh, you know, doesn't want to come out and show himself. But, you know, we can feel him here. And we've got his PR photo here. This is uh, from his glossies. Those of you who may not be familiar with Elvis, uh, the way this quiz is going to work, uh, maybe you've never listened to an episode of Good Job Brain before. It's possible. You just wandered in here off the street. <laughs> I just wandered in. Yeah, like, yeah. You owe us 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis will read the opening lines to several hit songs. All of his readings will be completely devoid of melody, inflection, and any semblance of soul whatsoever. Your job, guys, is to tell me the name of the song and the artist. Or if you can only do one out of two, you know, we'll accept it. Uh, we got about 10 or 12 seconds of audio, so uh, listen carefully to these opening lines of hit songs. And, very importantly, for your quizzing enjoyment, there is a theme. Oh. There is a theme tying all of these songs, artists together. Uh, I encourage you to talk through the theme amongst yourselves, see who can call it first, perhaps. Uh, it may help you out toward the end of the quiz. So without further ado, Elvis, please cue up our first track. So one, two, three, take my hand and come with me, because you look so fine and I really want to make you mine. Oh, I say well, you somebody look so took fine my uh, buzzer, really so I can't make you mine. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll let him play all the way through. Did you guys get that and hear it again? So one, two, three, <laughs> take my hand and come with me. Because you look so fine, and I really want to make you mine. I say you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. <laughs> uh, I believe that was, uh, who we got down there? Karen. Karen yeah. Jet. Yes. You want to go for the name of the song as well? It's a rock band. 
Uh, <laughs> are you gonna be my girl? Name one Jet song. This would be the one. <laughs> are you gonna be my girl? Are you, gonna, are be you girl? gonna be my girl by Jet? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Oh, no guesses on the theme yet, guys. Yeah, normally you're brainstorming. Uh, modes of transportation. Yeah. We can do this. Uh, okay. We can right. do that. We can there guess. We go. Uh, they're Australian, so this could be an all-Australian music. And this is what we do in real life at yeah, Pub yeah. Trivium when there's theme. We try to like narrow down the theme by song one. Australia. Uh, songs on rock band. Oh, iPod commercials. Or, was it iPod? All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or questions. Bands that have three letters in them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway. All right. With well, many, many yeah, contenders here for the theme. One. All right. Uh, moving right along. Uh, Elvis, get our second track for us, please. All my friends know the lowrider. The lowrider is a little higher. Lowrider drives a little slower. Lowrider is a real goer. <laughs> lowrider is a real goer. Who is this? I don't know the artist of this. What, is it the lowrider? Yeah. Yeah. Did that get you to the artist? Lowrider. No. Lowrider. I think we may have to punt on this one. I think we need to turn to the audience. Someone here friend. must know. No, just yell it out. Just yell it out. Yeah. War. It is correct. Three-letter band. A mode of transportation. And a mode of transportation. <laughs> what is it? War. War. War? War. War. Oh. Yeah. Opposite of peace. Oh, military. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Well. All right. I guess we're going to have to keep going here. We're narrowing down. All right. Uh, on to track number three. Elvis, please take it away. Oh, life is bigger. It's bigger than you, and you are not me. The lengths that I will go to, the distance in your eyes. Oh no, I've said too much. I set it up. <laughs> REM. That is REM, correct. Losing uh, my religion. Yes, that's right. Losing my religion. Three letter bands. Okay. It's good. Okay. It's it, seems, good. it seems to be holding true. It does. It does. All right. Well, the fourth track may, may clinch this or break it. All right. Uh, track number four. Elvis, please take it away. The twenty second of loneliness, and we've been through so many things. I love my man with all honesty, but I know he's cheating on me. Dana. TLC. That is TLC. Singing. Creep. creep. It is creep. The twenty second of loneliness. That's a very poetic uh, line. I like that. They are very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Track number five. Here we go. Elvis, whenever you are ready. We're talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you. Shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'll be coming for your love. Okay. Aha. Uh -huh. Yes, it is aha. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. Wait, can I play that again? Sure. <laughs> We're talking away. I don't know what I'm to say. I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you. Shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? Okay. Imagine that we're animated. It's it'll, it'll, yeah. Elvis is really into informed consent. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So uh, last one here. Last one. Now, you guys, I, I will I will give you. You have cottoned to the theme. It is uh, bands with three letters in the name. All right. So we'll see if that helps you out on this last one. Here we go. Elvis, final track, please. Never been near a university. Never took a paper or a learned degree. And some of your friends think that's stupid of me. But it's nothing that I care about. All right, might be the trickiest one. Anyone have any guesses? Wait, is this the song that's like, don't know much about? Do you no. know? No, no. It's just school no. related. <laughs> <laughs> What's the theme? What's the theme? Can you guys back into it? School. No, three letter band. <laughs> school. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no guesses? Three, okay, three letter band. Um, Wet is wet. I, people out in the audience here, Gem. they're just antsy. I know people know it. Somebody Wait, people know it? Someone to, here. There I'm must be one person. Yeah. One person? Nobody? Nobody knows Wow. That. Oh, Elvis has stumped really? the building. This is, you know, this is the this kind is of data we never get when we're doing the show by ourselves. Because yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, that question's too hard. Even a room full of 100 people wouldn't know that. Can you get yeah. 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 Now we have proof. Yeah. Proof. Yeah. Uh, well, what? What? Yeah. What genre? A decade. Yes, it is XTC. XTC. Well done. XTC. A voice from the back. That is the mayor of Simpleton by wow. XTC. There we go. All right. Well, good job, brains. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Well done. And Elvis, hopefully he saw how well this went. We can, you know, bribe him to make an in-person appearance at the next show. So thanks, Elvis. Thank you. All right, so it's my turn. Um, I, thank you, thank you. Uh, for this show, I was trying to decide what segment to do, and uh, they were like, oh, you should do a you burnt. So I was like, that sounds good. Uh, so I've done a you burnt before for uh, children's literature, and classic literature, the, it's the trollish reviews. This time I'm doing movies that everyone loved on Rotten Tomatoes except for one person. These are like, these are the 99% movies where they're classics. You'd be surprised that somebody could find something to hate it, but, but they did. And so I'll, I'll read you an excerpt from their uh, review and you guys guess what movie I'm talking about. All right. These are Beloved movie, <laughs> ripped to shreds by one person. <laughs> Only one person. One said review. They went out on a limb, and then they were alone on the limb. And it was <laughs> like, okay. So this movie came out around the time of Snow White, just FYI. All right. Okay. The movie was in- intended to hit the same audience as Snow White and won't fail for lack of trying. It has dwarves, music, technicolor, freak characters, and Judy Garland. It can be expected to have a sense of humor as well. And as for the light touch of fantasy, it weighs like a pound of fruitcake soaking wet. Uh, <laughs> what a sensual we all language. figured uh, out that it's... Is that... It's Wizard, of Sorry, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Oh, Wizard yes. of Oz. The only negative review for The Wizard of Oz. Wow. Uh, Otis Ferguson of The New Republic. He wasn't... Oh, these are actual journalists. Yeah, like this is from, Rotten Tomatoes. Like contemporaneous with the oh, things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. And I like that you're outing them, making them yeah, put their yeah. name to it. Yeah. Otis Ferguson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah. probably not alive anymore. Well, now, now we know his name. You've got to make your mark, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it was probably 75 years ago. You're right. Okay. 
It is, in the last analysis, just a Hugo, thundering camel opera that tends to run down rather badly as it rolls into its third hour and gets involved with sullen disillusion and political deceit. Karen? Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yes. Uh-huh. Camera opera that is very boring. Yeah, I, I can't name hour. another camel, yeah. camel. Uh, operatic cam- <laughs> camel film. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bosley Crowther of the New York Times. Sorry, Bosley. New York Bosters. Okay, another New York Times review. It is a horror film and not very scary. There are a few false frights, the closet door opening ominously to reveal a vacuum cleaner, a letter in a dead woman's hand that reads, I can no longer associate myself, dropped objects in a dark cellar at the Dakota on West 72nd Street. But the only really jumpy second occurs when Miss Farrow speaks suddenly and startles a reading witch. Uh, that's Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Renata Adler, the only person who didn't like that movie. Um, Hurricane Marlin is sweeping the country, and I wish it were a lot more than hot air. Uh, a tornado of praise, cover stories and huzzas blast out the news that Brando is giving a marvelous performance. The lapsed great actor has regained himself, and so on. As a Brando watcher for almost 30 years, I'd like to agree. <laughs> It, Chris. Is it The Godfather? It's The Godfather. It's the Godfather. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought when you said Marlon, I was thinking, oh, it's, it's, this is I thought Marlon, Marlon Wayans. Wayans. Right. It's the, no. it's, and it's the one person who didn't like yeah. white chicks. Yeah. The one person. Yeah. It's like you found the guy. Also in the screen. Uh, sure. Yeah. Scary okay. movie franchise. I guess. These last two are both by Gene Siskel. And oh. They are not that many movies that are 99% and have just one bad review. I think he's maybe the only reviewer that did it twice. <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, so so that's, that's assuming then Ebert like gave it. a thumbs up. Yeah, he was just right, the only... Because if, if Siskel's the only one. Yeah, he's a professional troll. <laughs> did it. The opening shot of almost every scene has been so artificially overcomposed as to make one aware of Jack Nicholson wearing 30s clothes while standing in a room decorated to look like a 30s room while talking to stereotypes plucked from an assortment of 30s movies. Uh, oh, I'm going to guess Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, last one. To me... This is one extremely violent, protracted attack on the senses as surviving space explorers or Gorney Weaver again confronts the spiny, slithering creatures who killed her buddies in the original film. Some people have praised the technical excellence of this movie. Well, the Eiffel Tower is technically impressive, but I wouldn't want to watch it fall apart on people for two hours. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Aliens. Aliens. The yes. sequel. He's the only one who didn't like it. <laughs> May I just movie. say that's a very polished burn on that one. I know too. that is. Yeah, I, I, I saved it for last. Yeah. It felt like he had that in his pocket. He was excited to use it. There was poetry. It was good. All right. Good job. Woo! Thank you. That was good. That was good. All right. It is my turn. I'm looking for a particular person out in the crowd. She has a plant. Mm. Uh oh, that's not good. He, well, he could be just, you know, biding his time, waiting for the proper moment. He's probably enjoying all of our modern. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> He's always late. He's always late. Made an entrance. Hast thou a microphone for me? 
I will uh, uh, gladly give up my microphone. Yeah. Yes. What I like to do for my own hobby, not just for the show, is I really like, and I don't know why, but I really like uh, taking 90s or, or 2000 rap and R&B songs, and I like to write them into Elizabethan English so weird, for fun. <laughs> um, and finally, one day when we started the show, I was like, now I can use all of this that I've written. Um, and so uh, for my next segment, of course, uh, was I think we only did it twice on the show. I named it William Shakespeare Goes to a House Party. And what uh, I have William Shakespeare here who is going to recite... Uh, Shakespearean passages, but they're actually transcription of very famous house party songs. And what you have to do is to guess what song. And there actually is a couple of clues. So they're written almost word for word. And I always use a, like a, a different word. So if it's she, I'll say lady. Um, so that's how maybe you can figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. Are you ready? The lady nabs mine riches at times of down and out. I, her a frivolous familiar of mine, without a doubt. Oh, a miner of gilded jewels over the village wide. Her, a miner of mines, and of what is mine. <laughs> Let's take a look at that on the, on the screen. Dana. Gold digger. Gold digger. Yeah. Nice. Let's just run this down, yeah. Oh, Bard, are you ready for the next one? Aye, aye. The Bard of Stratford up all in Yo Avon. <laughs> If thou hast troubles of flirts and coys, then allow my sympathies, my good boy. I have one fewer of a hundred of botheration. Yet a harlot shan't and never will be an inclusion. <laughs> yeah, I think we all, yeah. Uh, I believe that is 99 Problems by Jay Z. <laughs> Nice transliteration. Well done. <laughs> and next. For the knaves shall game, game, game. Moreover, the naysayers shall nay, nay, nay. Mine beloved, I shall wave, wave, wave. Wave mine troubles away. Wave mine troubles away. Shake it off. Taylor Swift. Bye. Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. The colloquial finisher. <laughs> Mine creamy concoction shall bargain, wandering fellows to the garden. <laughs> they clamor, tis finer than thine. Oh, truth. Tis finer than thine. Instructions I have deliver in payment of gold and silver. (laughs) 
I, I think Dana. Yeah, we think we both got it's a uh, milkshake. milkshake. Is it my milkshake or milkshake? Milkshake. Milkshake. Okay, this is, this is why we ask. Khalees. Khalees. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so good. So I. Oh yes. <laughs> to William Shakespeare. Thank you. Back yeah, so I, I mean, a little bit of a, a different thing. I I rewrote these. Um, I used to not make them rhyme, and now it's my new challenge to actually make the couplets rhyme. That's a lot harder, but... Uh, yeah, but next is iambic pentameter. I know, that's, yeah. that's next. <laughs> All right. So that is uh, the end of our first section and uh, our segment and I want to, before we go into intermission the photo booth is still open so you guys still get all your photos, get more photos. Is what? Jonathan here? Yes. Jonathan, can you stand up? And this also, is an intervention, um, Jonathan. Oh. <laughs> we all love you very much. And I also want to invite uh, oh. Jeff. Jeff Ebbage, is he here? Jeff, no? There he oh, there is! He is. Uh, it's their birthday! And I thought it last, would be super last I cool. Heard, we could finally. We could finally do this thing that we weren't able to do for a while. Uh, and that is, if you didn't know, Happy Birthday, the song is now in officially in the public domain. Yeah. Which means. We don't need any more Olive Garden weird happy birthday songs or um, what's another place that has... Like TGI Friday. Yeah, yeah. Like, happy yeah, birthday, birthday, TGI Friday. Um, so I, I think this will be... I want the whole crowd to sing happy birthday. And now we can do it legally in a venue. And recording uh, it even. Yeah, recorded. And people paid money. So yeah, this is the yeah. best. So to make uh, to Jonathan and Jeff, let's just say John and Jeff. You guys can sit down now. Yeah. Sit down. However, <laughs> we're going to lead the audience okay, to uh, the birthday. first legal happy birthday singing yes. in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, ready? Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy it feels so good. It's so free. To you. Happy birthday, dear John and Jeff. And also Jeff. Happy birthday to you. Yay! All right, we're going to have a quick uh, intermission. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia-style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus... Tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast. 